welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Today is a special day. It is February 4th, which may not mean anything to most people. To me, though, I'm always going to remember it because it's the anniversary of me quitting my day job. It is the two-year anniversary of me leaving my day job to be specific. Uh, That means I left back in 2020, February 4th, 2020. I quit my job, and man, the quality of my life has improved by quite a bit ever since. I'm not trying to hate on my day job, but I don't know about you guys. Even if I had the best day job in the world, the one thing that I could not get over was traffic. Driving to and from work, it's time you'll never get back in your life, I at least try to find ways to like make it not suck as much. I even bought a house close to where I, where I worked. Like it's absurd, but like, that's how my brain works. I'm like, yes, if I buy this house here, get there. Okay. Commute can be as short as 10 minutes, as long as an hour, because it's unpredictable in Northern Virginia. Traffic is awful. People don't know how to drive. Sorry. They just don't, um, you know, I would do things like call my grandma on the way back while I sat in traffic, just, you know, whatever I could do to pass that time and also like make it valuable, double down, you know, anyways, the point of this video is to talk about how I got out of working that day job, all right? I want to tell you and be transparent, and if any of this resonates with you, hopefully you can try to replicate my process and implement it and work yourself out of your day job. So I'm gonna show you exactly how I did it. Let's get started. So I wanna kinda tell you my story and also share what I think may be like valuable tidbits along the way. So I started out as a web developer, not a YouTuber. I know it must be hard to believe, but uh, you know, I've always kind of had a love for computers. I knew that back since I was like 13. I really took a liking to computer games, the competitive aspect of playing online against other real people, and was really just addicted ever since then, ever since I first played them for the first time. Uh, led, led me to studying IT, led me to taking in a web development course that I really liked. I even read the whole like 300-page book, which is probably the most boring book on you know in history. But for some reason, it resonated with me. Like I also knew that if you could build websites that you could do a lot. You know, I, It wasn't lost on me that that was a valuable skill set to have. Um, one thing that I would say, and I always tell my in-person uh, classes that I teach at a local university, that... Uh, one thing I didn't do was I didn't wait for the classes to challenge me to level up my game. As soon as I realized I liked web development, I just went for it. You know, it's 2022. You can learn whatever it is you want to learn typically for free, you know, on the internet, you know, on YouTube, what a great resource YouTube is. So I just went for it. I didn't wait till the class told me to learn something new. I just, I just went for it and learned it. Okay. So that's one thing I would challenge you guys. If you find something that you really like, you're passionate about, just go for it. You know, life is short enough. Just, just, just go for it. If you're, if you're still liking it and you still like challenging yourself, by the way, it's a great way to feel fulfilled, challenge yourself, overcome that challenge, learn something new, apply it down the line in a way that's practical, that makes you money. I mean, that's a great way to feel fulfilled. Like you accomplish something. Um, you know, at least for me it is. So I worked as a web developer straight out of school, uh, at the same time decided to go get a master's degree in it. And after I finished up the master's degree, I also then jumped to a new job and went and was working actually at age 25 was working as a senior web developer and was uh, teaching web development. So I, you know, I was doing things at a young age that you typically don't do at a young age, but, and I never had any plans at all whatsoever to do that. Um, I'll, I'll tell you my story about teaching. Uh, when we get to that slide, but I did just want to share with you guys that, you know, in my, I think eight years as a web developer, uh, I actually had the pleasure of working for like some really good causes. Um, I, I might have like the biggest portfolio for a nonprofit, like a single nonprofit web developer out there. I don't know if that's like a title that anybody actually cares about, but you know, most notably I worked for like the wounded warrior projects, 
I didn't work for them, but I worked on their um, donation forms. So I built like the one that they currently have right now. It's still up. Uh, I also worked on a bunch of other nonprofits that you can see a bunch of logos here behind me and more. And this is not even all of them. So a lot of big ones that you may recognize like MD Anderson, Toys for Tots, um, No Kid Hungry, uh, just some really big ones, guys. Uh, yeah. So anyways, it was it was good work, like in the sense that, you know, it was rewarding in that sense. Plus, it paid well. Uh, but I realized that, like, you know, that's my life unless I change something. And like I shared with you earlier, I don't know what it is about sitting in traffic, even if it only took me 10, 10 minutes each way. Like I'm the type of person that will take 10 minutes uh, each way, which is 20 minutes a day times five days a week times uh, 52 weeks in a year. You know, that's 5,200 minutes a year, and if you sub, or divide that by um, 60 to get hours, that's 86 hours a year, and 86 um, divided by 24, you know, that's still 3.6 days of your life each year spent in a car, and that's the type of thing that just eats away at my mind um, when I think about it that way, and you guys already know that I'm a crazy person that thinks about things in terms like that. Same way when I'm starting a business and I'm like, oh, I made $1 today. Well, what's $1 times 365? $365 a year. Okay, that's how I see it. I don't think of it as a dollar a day. All right, so I knew I needed to monetize my skills at a minimum um, before I even thought about working my way out of a day job. Like this was just kind of like came naturally to me as something that wasn't even a choice. It was like, I must do this. You know, I didn't just like teach myself how to be good at web development. By the way, I didn't waste my time being a web developer if I wasn't going to be good at it. Like that's just another way of just making sense of things. Um, so, you know, like if you're not liking your job or you're not great at your job, like, you know, there's gotta be something else out there that you're good at. So that's something that I would definitely, um, think about. Uh, but yeah, like I was good at web development. I enjoyed it. So I realized like, yeah, I already know how to do something that's pretty valuable skill set. Uh, ultimately led me to teaching web development at a local university, something I never, ever thought I would do. And at age 25, walking into the first day of classes was incredibly uh, nerve wracking, extremely nervous. But ultimately, you know, I'm much better off for it. And it was fine. It went over well. Um, I also was a freelance web developer. Like, why learn how to do web development and not make your own money? I, I can't make sense of that, but a lot of people never even try. So that means, like, I make money hosting websites that I typically built. You know, not not in every case, but uh, in most cases. So I would build, you know, and for, like, local businesses, a lot of it was word of mouth. You know, people knew I, I was the tech guy, so people would just, like, send me clients. I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Uh, and, you know, the money was good, but the one thing I couldn't get over, even though, I, like, I'm as a good developer, like I was fast, right? And time is money, but going back and forth with people about what they needed done, there was just no way around that, not, you know, being an inefficiency. So that kind of killed me. It killed my love for doing freelance web development long-term. But anyways, you know, web hosting, web development, et cetera, that worked out well. And I was my own webmaster. I built my own websites, uh, ran some Google ads, did some Amazon associates, which is the Amazon affiliate program and had some, you know, direct partnerships, you know, cause people, if you, if you have good SEO in a valuable space, people will find you and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll offer you money in exchange for backlinks and things like that. So, you know, monetized being a web developer in a couple different ways. Uh, I even did random things like online arbitrage, you know, I like shoes and I realized that like I could buy shoe from website a and sell it on website B and keep the middle price. And I did that for, you know, things like, you know, Reebok pumps was a great story. You know, you can't even find these shoes anymore. I should have honestly, if I just bought out the remaining stock from the website that was selling them, I could be flipping them for like $600 a pair today instead of like 150 back then. Um, but I was getting them at like $55 a pair, you know? So it was, uh, and doing it online arbitrage. So I never had to touch the product, you know, pretty good. And I did a, a YouTube video on that. I'll drop links to everything in the description that I talk about in this video. 
All right, so ultimately, guys, I was making sense of my strengths. And I challenge you to do the same. Now, what am I saying when I say make sense of your strengths? I feel like a motivational speaker that's saying something that sounds good, but you're not really saying anything. What I mean when I say this, in my case, is I was just sitting at a computer all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's what it is. Um, other than teaching, obviously, I had to be in front of a classroom. But yeah, so I was sitting in front of a computer all day, but I was doing this either way. Like, if I'm going to have to work that day job, well, hey, I'm in front of a computer. If my I'm getting paid to do things, well, I'm going to get them done. But what about after that? You know, should I go walk to Starbucks and kill an hour? You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I also used to work out in the middle of the day. But like, anyways, I, I, I monetized my time. If I'm going to be in front of a computer anyways, and I'm there because I want to make money, well, I'm going to keep making money. You know, I'm not going to not make money when I'm sitting at that office job anyways, right? Uh, so in 2016, I was... I realized I need to add passive income. Like there's no way around it. At that point, I'd probably been working for, I don't know, uh, four or five years, something, something in that range. And I realized that like, it's just not for me, you know, like a very comfortable living. And you know, I was already monetizing the skill set in multiple different ways, but without passive income, like that was the rest of my life, which is a scary thought to me. I, I like the unpredictability. I like to challenge myself and I like to work towards uh, a more desirable future if I can define it, you know, quantify what it means and then also come up with a path of getting there. Cause if it's something like far fetched, like, yeah, I just want to be a famous singer. It's like, okay, like where do I start? And by definition to be famous, like there's just a small percentage of people that are ever going to achieve that, which means, you know, it's, it's just a lot less likely than just being able to make passive income online to work for yourself. That's a much more reasonable goal. So 2016 challenge myself, make passive income. This led me, I'm not going to give you the full drawn out story because I don't want the video to go on forever, but uh, this led me to Amazon FBA to start. Back then, Amazon FBA was like on fire. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody wanted to start their FBA business, me included. I ended up crossing paths with somebody that was already coaching people learning to learn how to sell on FBA. Uh, it, was just like, it was like the stars aligned, honestly. Um, I, I was there supporting, I was at like a business I don't know. It doesn't matter. I was at like a mini conference thing. My, my friend was the keynote speaker. He invited me to be there. It was super early in the morning and I crossed paths with somebody that was already, you know, an Amazon guru and I paid him $2,500 to teach me, right? Just, just for his knowledge to teach me. Cause then I knew, you know what, I'm going to get this business up and running. And what, what is $2,500? Like today I've done multiple seven figures on Amazon. So what, what is 2,500, right? In retrospect, it's like 2,500 is a lot. I'm scared. But like, I always had that long-term perspective. Plus I don't doubt myself. So it's like, to me, there was never a shred of doubt that it wasn't, wasn't going to work. It was just, Hey, I'm going to make this investment. Yeah. It sucks to have to pay, you know, but I wasn't getting it done prior. So I did what it took. And like I said, much better off for it than, you know, than I would have been having not done it. So got my FBA business off the ground with the help of a coach at the same time, also found out about merch by Amazon, ultimately made my first FBA sale and my first merch sale in the same month. And you can actually go to my website, ryanhoog.com, look at my income reports, Go all the way back to uh, early 2017, and you can see, um, you know, all the statistics about my first sale. Also, I realized, hey, the work I'm doing on Merch by Amazon, I can upload the same designs to various products on additional marketplaces, including, you know, Amazon Seller Central. I've already got an account from from FBA. Why don't I monetize that account and sell print-on-demand products as well? So I did that. I posted products to Redbubble, to Etsy, to eBay, obviously to additional markets as well. But those are the ones I would, you know, the notable ones that I would prioritize. And I, you know, made additional income streams. I eventually learned that I could also take a lot of those existing designs, convert them into book covers and sell low content books on Amazon KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. I also 
randomly started in the fourth quarter, maybe not so randomly, I don't know. Uh, ultimately, one day, one weekend, I just buckled down and just went all out, boot camp style, Amazon KDP, start to finish, got my business started, and in my first 10 weeks from starting, had made $3,500 profit. But of course, it was in the fourth quarter, so it was like November, December, but still, one heck of a start to a business. I started a YouTube channel. Now, I mean, I don't know, starting a YouTube channel may have been more uncomfortable than, no, I can't lie. Teaching in front of a, a room of your peers is definitely uncomfortable, especially with no experience. But starting YouTube, I, I think I started in, or I waited an extra year to actually start because, man, it's just like doing this for the first time, it sucks. Everybody, I mean, imagine it, right? It sucks. Like in addition to getting the right hardware and software set up, you then have to actually like sit down and like look into a webcam and talk into a microphone. It's not natural. It's weird. Uh, but I said one night, I said, you know what? This is it. Today's the day. I'm not going to sleep until my first YouTube video is posted. And it took, I don't even remember how long, but it was ultimately like after 2 a.m. when I finally went to sleep. Of course, I had work the next day. Yeah, um, but you know what? I felt accomplished. I got it done. Huge learning curve, but the rest is history, right? And I knew it would only get easier. Like, I, it's just how I live. I don't know, man. I'm assuming most people are like that though, right? Like you do something, the repetition, and it just gets easier and easier and easier and easier and easier as you go, right? So anyways, got the YouTube channel started. From YouTube, I can do things like be a subject matter expert to the people that, you know, want to believe in me as an expert and offer things like one-on-one -on -one consultations. And, you know, I just set up a one-page thing on PayPal, but you can pay me and we book a call together. Another way of monetizing, right? YouTube also pays ads, by the way, when you get eligible for monetization. On YouTube, if I say, hey, I use this graphic design service called All Sunsets and it helps me immensely sell t-shirts because I'm not a good graphic designer. By the way, link into the description and you use my link to sign up, I get a little kickback. Affiliate marketing, right? Whether I meant to set out to do it or not, like it's just one of those things where if I use the service and I want to tell you guys about the service because it's actually useful to me and you might find it useful and they have an affiliate program, well, it's like a great little um, synergistic relationship there. So affiliate marketing generates some extra income. I started an online school. I've already got the teaching experience and you know I've got some subject matter expertise and I've got the actual numbers to support that I may be a subject matter expert in the things I talk about. So why not start an online school and support, you know, the students that choose to enroll in their passive income journey. So I've got, you know, a teachable hosted online school. If you guys want to start your own online school, I'll put a link to teachable in the description as well. Cause they do actually have an affiliate program, although they've never paid me. So I don't know if it's that, I don't know. I don't know, but I'll put the link in the description. Maybe you'll get something for free for using the link. Investing guys. Uh, I've really challenged myself to learn as much as possible about this since I left my job really in 2020. So it's been a two year journey at this point. I've grown to love it. I mean, it's super dry and boring and incredibly hard to understand at first, but repetition, you know what I mean? I have a TV right here above my webcam and uh, I just, you know, it's connected to my computer, watch YouTube all day, listen to YouTube all day, listen to people way smarter than me, soak up as much knowledge as possible and uh, it's exciting now, you know? And what's funny is like, to, if you're just a logical person and you wanna just do it the right way and not overthink things and get crazy, uh, <laughs> Passive investing, if you're like, Ryan, how do you do this many things? Like, honestly, you can be a passive investor and you're going to outperform most people who try to day trade by a large margin, right? Which just means like buying the broad indices in like the form of ETFs and uh, doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know who outperforms most living people? Dead people. Because their money just sits in those index tracking ETFs and never leaves. And uh, yeah, and they do really well. So I have one tip for you before I leave, and I meant to plug this earlier in the video and I forgot, but anybody that's still with me, you get this tip for free. This is something that I actually did while I was at work that you can do starting today, starting right now, 
And uh, for me, it made a big difference. I don't know that it will for you because I worked at a computer all day, so I had the ability to do this. And I called it my secret tip. The secret tip, guys, is I used Chrome Remote Desktop. Okay, it's just a Chrome extension or it's an application. You can use one or the other, but you can just use the Chrome extension. It's easy. And you install it on your home computer and you leave your home computer on. And then you can put it on like your phone. You can put it on... (laughs) I have a funny story for you guys, but I don't know if I want to make this video long. Um, you can put it on your like work computer, put it on your home computer, right? And you can literally remote into your home computer from work. Or I was doing it while I was on vacation last week from the beach because I wanted to do some sports betting and I couldn't do it from the Caribbean, from where I was. So I remoted into my home computer and did it through the web browser there from my phone on a beach, literally. Uh, it sounds ridiculous, but it actually happened. So you can run your business from work without putting like any applications you need to on your work computer. Like I put the Merch Titans upload automation logo here because that's basically what I would do. I would just remote into my home computer and be running the Merch Titans automated uploads to my KDP business, to my merch business, my print on demand business, etc. So I will put links to everything that I mentioned in this video in the description below. Obviously, it's a lot of stuff to cover. I hope it provided somewhat of a roadmap to you if you want to kind of just try to replicate my success because it worked in the past and it still works today. And I anticipate it will remain uh, successful, successfully working in the future, at least the near future. So um, guys, thank you for hanging out with me in this video. Before I leave, wanted to remind you, I've got the weekly print on demand giveaway links at the top of the description. I got an eight day print on demand mini course to get you started for free. So there's no excuse. It'll get you started with the Etsy Printful integration. That's in the description completely free again. Got a great print-on-demand Facebook community. Got a full print-on-demand course. Everything you need resource-wise, it's here. Check out the description. Thank you guys for watching. Please like and subscribe if you made it this far. And I will see you tomorrow with a new video.